and codes verified. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. audio team for Cryptic Studios, and I'm joined by... Michael Henry, just one part of the audio team. We actually have four guys here. And... Christine Thompson, writer. (laughs) Otherwise known as Kestrel. It's a true pleasure. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. So let's talk a little bit about audio. We're we're here in the audio room, one of the audio rooms. I saw a few uh, coming into the building. So you're in charge of all Cryptic games, or you work on all the sound for all the Cryptic games. Yep. Tell me about an average day. What does that look like for you? What is it? <laughs> uh, average days are just chaos. It's basically since we have three projects plus marketing needs to support on any given day, the first thing I do is triage. What's the most important thing? What's going out first? What do we got to jump on today? We have enough work to keep, you know, more than four guys plus me busy. We're just going from one task to another, basically all time for all games. So, now how is it? How does it work when you need a, a piece of audio? So, let's say I need a sound effect. Do I animate it? Do I get everything done first and then show you a video of it, mm-hmm. and then you, in your amazing composition, put something <laughs> together? It depends. I mean, uh, if there is a visual reference, we'd like to see that first. If there is some object in the game, whether it's an animated thing or something that happens, an event. We generally want to see that to get a feel for what it's like and just by looking at things usually suggests what the sound should be for it. However, we do get input from the game devs as well that may have their own idea. Sometimes we just have a sound that is they they want a particular sound for a thing that doesn't have any visual reference and that has to be communicated to us. But uh, it all depends on the nature of what it is. uh, Whether it's an animated object, an event that happens in the game, UI sounds, whatever, they all come with their own requirements as to how we approach them. And what tools do you have at your disposal? I see you have several keyboards, obviously <laughs> a, a computer. Not a Mac, mind you, mm-hmm. right? That's not a Mac, oh, I see. I have a, oh, you have a MacBook, okay. And then you have some... Uh, I have some vintage stuff Some over vintage there. stuff here. Yeah, I was looking at uh, My theremin over there on the nice. right. You're going to do the original yeah. series. Uh. <laughs> I've actually used that on a couple of our projects. Awesome. My vintage mini mode there, uh-huh. which not seeing too much use these days. But we're generally well equipped. I mean, these days, pretty much everything is yeah. digital, so... We had pretty minimal outboard gear. I have a ton more stuff at home. I don't bring it all into work. As far as a typical game dev setup, it's a computer with some software. And what's your background a little bit? Well, I have a master's degree in music composition from Northwestern University in Chicago. I worked for 15 years for what at the time was the number one commercial production music house in the continental U.S., did that for about 15 years before I transferred into gaming. I got a call from a headhunter company that was looking for an in-house sound person. 
And I thought it'd be a great opportunity because I've always enjoyed being on the leading edge of technology, which game companies always are. And then also I get to do music and sound and everything else. So I made the switch. I've never regretted it. Now, Christine's with us here. Now, do you work together quite often in terms of... Okay. Especially with voice... As we're adding more and more voiceover to the game, we have to coordinate a lot more. Because, you know, just getting all that done is just mammoth of organization. And then most of our people are not recording here in the studio. They're recording via Skype. So, you know, they're wherever they happen to be. We're listening in and directing the session through Skype. Yeah, we always have to give them context and yeah. coach them to get mm-hmm. the performance that we yeah. need. How so. hard is it to clean that up? Well, yeah, I mean, it presents some challenges if you record that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's convenient. We can get it done more quickly and cheaper than mm-hmm. throwing everybody into a studio. Right. But we do have less control over things like, well, differences in microphone right. setups, levels that things are recorded at. So we have to do a lot of fix up and clean up. And here I was about mm-hmm. to ask you, how fun is it to have all the actors come in and <laughs> well, we, know, we, we do record people guys. in here yeah. when, <laughs> we when they're local we'll, we'll bring them in yeah, um, yeah, we yeah. brought Denise Crosby in that was a lot of fun <laughs> Leonard Nimoy was the best because he was I mean he was just like this totally on it we, yeah. we finished like 20 minutes early yeah we had him read had, all those yeah. voicemail messages <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah. and was Nimoy. that here done here or uh, no uh, no it was done uh, over Skype again or yeah. via phone pass. Oh, really? Yeah, he, really? he was in LA, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I almost yeah. got to go to his house. I know. <gasps> this close they had it set up, everything. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I was just going to take a little portable rig and yeah, make it right. really convenient for him, just go set what up in his rig? living room or whatever and record him right there. At the last minute, they decided to go to a local studio. Okay. okay. Now, I remember seeing Zachary Quinto in a booth. Was it here or? No, that no, was at the studio in LA as well. Now, you're typically directing them, right, Christine? You're typically well, there. I'm always here to provide context. And, you know, if we have a specific way we want a line read, something like that, I'm there. But mm-hmm. Michael and, and Joe, who is another one of our audio guys, are really, really experienced on directing. So okay. I, I like to let them take the lead because they know a lot more about audio than I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was it like working with Denise Crosby, you know, kind mm-hmm. of? talking about the story. I remember, you know, she spoke very highly of everybody here. You know, what was it like trying to reintroduce her into this world that... Uh... She she was a lot of fun to work with because she was very engaged. She was very enthusiastic. She has lots of ideas about where she wants the story to go and what happens to Sela because we all know we have to figure out what happens to Sela at some point. And had a lot of fun in the sessions. And, you know, we got to hear TNG stories and <laughs> talk about the joys of techno babble because I gave yes. her a couple Tholian lines that were pretty tricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we saw Alice magic board in his office with the list of folks he wants to work with (laughs) out of the ones you guys know of who are you most looking forward to getting the chance to work with if possible let me let me rephrase that question who are you writing into the story? I don't think I'm allowed to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who would you be most excited to work with if you get the opportunity? If I got the opportunity to work with anybody, oh, 
I don't know. I really love Kate Mulgrew's voice. Yeah. And Janeway's so much fun, and she would be so easy to work into the oh, story. Yeah. Brett Spiner would be a lot of fun. John Delancey, I would John think, Delancey would be, would be outstanding. Yeah. 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 You, you want I want care. anybody from you TOS. I said this morning, Yeoman Rand, or Takei would be great, of course. I know Walter We interviewed Walter Kennedy, yeah. He was awesome, yeah. Great guy. Yeah. So what's coming up? What's what's on the horizon for audio? It is working on stuff for the next releases. We do have some time for you guys to record a couple lines for an upcoming release Yay. if you would like to do so. Yay! Absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Me, 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 me. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm not sure if I can explain exactly what's going on here, which is kind of awkward. Um, but suffice it to say, it is a it is an event that. Federation, Klingon, and Romulan people are attending. Some VIPs are in attendance. They are doing a big event. And of course, things go terribly wrong because this is Star Trek Online. <laughs> so, okay. so um, am I going to be like a random person in the crowd freaking out? We're doing some ambient stuff, yeah. Sweet. What's happening? We have to get out of here! It's overloading! Help! The cavern! It's collapsing! We get a little, a little slower. Like, well, yeah. Romulans generally don't get so excited. Well, Romulans are passionate, but not like frantic. It can sound yes, like pissed off, like, scared. Um, kind of. Yeah. What's happening? We have to get out of here. It's overloading. Help! The cavern. It it's collapsing. That's good. Yeah. You want to try the four blind? Yeah. Yeah, we can move on to that. We require data gathered by your scientists. You will allow us to access this data. Resistance is futile. So All right. we have another victim ready to go. It's yeah. tough. All right. Wonderful. Well, she showed yep. how it's done there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. All right. Are we doing the same lines? I guess so. Are we doing the same lines? Sure. What's happening? We have to get out of here. It's overloading. The cavern. It's, it's collapsing. Clench your teeth a little bit. Yeah. Okay, more clenching. Yeah, clench your teeth a little bit, more urgency. Don't go full on Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> What's, What's happening? happening here? We've got to get out of here. <laughs> All right. The cavern, it's collapsing. That was very Shatnery at the end there. <laughs> Even I picked up on it. We require data gathered by your scientist. You will allow us to access this data. Resistance is futile. That's uh, a good one. Cool. And the next one up. Is huh? it futile? Resistance is futile. Alright, so you're Romulan again. Yep. Your ship's blown up. Your styrofoam props are falling from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. What's happening? We have to get out of here! It's overloading! Help! The cavern! It's collapsing! That's right. Yep. I don't think we need any, any more of those. those Let's just right. you <laughs> <know. laughs> one, dude. That's you. Rocket you got that. Yeah. Uh, we require data gathered by your scientists. We require data gathered by your scientists. You will allow us to access this data. Resistance is futile. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Y'all okay on I think we're good. Paper? Fun. Awesome. Do or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so exciting. You had a chirp, which means you did that. On this mic. With that face. With Denise Crosby. With Denise Crosby. <laughs> <laughs>
free voice talent. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know it. it Checks are all in the mail. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very soon. Yes. yes. The, the 12th of network. Transfer complete.